Welcome to BIV Today, the daily business program from the newsroom at Business in Vancouver. I'm Haley Wooden, executive editor at BIV. The latest jobs data is out from Statistics Canada. Nationally, unemployment rose to 8.1%. And here in BC, the economy shed more than 43,000 jobs. Ken Peacock is the senior vice president and chief economist of the Business Council of British Columbia. Joining me today with some insight into the state of employment in BC. Ken, welcome. Thanks for coming on the show. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. So 43,000, of course, in a month where BC had tougher restrictions in place, were you expecting to see this kind of a contraction? It's a little bit larger than than I would have expected. Absolutely. For certain, we were thinking, you know, the the job market, uh, the number employment numbers are going to slow down, level off, maybe maybe slip a, a little bit. But this is a fairly sizable contraction. You know, it more than fully reverses the previous month's gain. And the other thing that's a kind of interesting is, is BC, the recovery has been relatively good and, and strong. So this is the first decline that we've seen essentially in a year. So the recovery has been going on for a year, but, you know, so, so finally seeing some, you know, month to month contraction after a year of straight recovery, not entirely unexpected, just a little bit of a surprise on just how large the decline was. And would you attribute that to just the severity of some of the measures that were brought in place in April? Yeah, I think I think we do have to, to look to the uh, the circuit breakers. They were they were brought in, um, and the stats statistics Canada made a point of uh, saying in its release that circuit breaker measures and tightening restrictions in other provinces were were clearly a factor because they happened in advance of the labor force survey going going out out into the market or out, out to conduct the survey. So it's it's definitely picking some of these up. And if you look at where the job losses are and the kind of job losses oriented more towards part-time and uh, in the food and accommodation industry, that one sector alone accounted for half of the decline. So that's consistent with the tightening up of, uh, you know, you no know, indoor dining and restaurants and, and whatnot. So. Um, yeah, the, the the loss is very much aligned with the, the, the tighter restrictions, Haley. And I'm curious, I think in March, we added uh, almost exclusively 35,000 part-time positions. Now we're largely shedding part-time positions. Could we continue to see a decline if we keep these measures in place? Or do you think the jobs that could be lost have already been lost at this point in time? Yeah, I think it's sort of a down, a down, a bit of a downshift like that. Exactly. Um, I, I don't expect to see a whole bunch more, and I think we're probably getting past the the worst, the, the most, you know, the need for tighter restrictions. I'm trying to be a little bit more optimistic on the on the evolution of this virus. So yeah. uh, I don't think we're going to see a whole bunch more job losses. Having said that. I think we might be in it for a period of kind of muddling through not a whole bunch of job gains at the same time, you know, just sort of a sideways muddling through, uh, trying to regain employment in, in the still hard hit tourism, accommodation, public, uh, you know, uh, uh, consumer facing services sectors. Yeah, um, you mentioned the sectors that have been hit the hardest. Are there any sectors or industries that are standouts that are doing really well, despite some of the measures that are in place? Yeah, so th- this is this is quite interesting. The um, and no, it's a it's a good question. I happen to be looking at some of the industry data and making some comparisons with Canada. You know, BC is really really getting a lift and getting a boost in terms of the overall employment numbers. Even though uh, you know April was a weaker month, but uh, the the natural resource sector, forestry, mining, uh, natural gas, big job gains there. 
if you contrast them to Canada, uh, much stronger gains in, in proportion. Uh, similarly, our manufacturing sector, which is a lot of it is linked to the natural resource sector, has also outperformed what you see in terms of recovery in manufacturing jobs across the country. And then one area that really stands out for me is the professional scientific and technical services. So these are all the computer kind of jobs, uh, research, technical uh, jobs, as well as lawyers and accountants and other service providers like this. Huge employment growth in, in this sector, Haley. And it really, in BC, really stands out apart from Canada. I think our our growth rate is two or three times it, it's uh, what is what Canada's is, and it's in double-digit territory. So absent that lift, uh, the employment picture in BC would look really, really very different. And I just I'll just mention here, if uh, any of your uh, listeners are interested, uh, we just launched the economic dashboard, which I, it's up on your site too. I'll link to it. It's up mm -hmm. on BIV's site. And uh, people can go there and they can get a quick snapshot of BC's job market vis-a-vis uh, -vis the Canadian employment or any other province. But if you just go to that site and then just kind of click on BC and then configure a view to look at Canada, you can clearly see the difference in the employment recovery uh, process across the different industries. And we continue to kind of benchmark to February of last year just to get a sense of to what degree different industries have recovered uh, from that point in time, just prior to the, the the onset of the pandemic. To me, that's the most waste, useful way to try and get a handle of what's going on in, in the job market. So fully encourage users to go and, and click on that. But uh, the main point is BC's resource sector, professional services, related manufacturing, it, it really is helping give us a lift. And if visitors or if uh, sorry viewers do go to the dashboard they'll also see we've got a fairly robust hiring in the public administration sector here in bc as well so those kind of four buckets are the reason bc's employment growth story is a little bit stronger than the canadian situation and most other provinces as well oh, interesting i'm glad you mentioned the dashboard it's a great resource and, and really helps put the data in context because sometimes you can't get the clear picture of what's happening if you're just looking at a given month right um if we compare BC back to February 2020 or pre-pandemic, are we better than we were? Are we close to where we were? Are we so still worse off? Yeah, so we just <laughs> last month when we had a decent bump in the job numbers, we were above pre-pandemic pandemic levels. So 13 months prior to February 2020, we were a little bit above that level. But with this month's job losses, we're back down below. But when we were above last month, we were the only province in the country to, to be higher. So <laughs> general sense that BC is doing a little bit better than most other provinces and Canada, notwithstanding the recent setback, does still hold. We're just a little bit below last February's levels. Can we attribute some of our strength here to the position we were in pre-pandemic? Is that still having a factor? Yeah, that's uh, that's another interesting question, Haley. The, the, the reality is actually BC went into this. If we're looking just at the job numbers, uh, BC went into this pandemic on a little bit of a weak note. Uh, overall employment numbers kind of trended down gently uh, throughout 2019. So as we went into 2020, I, I don't know the percent increase or the percent decline, but employment was down like about 1% or something. So a bit of a soft note, even before the pandemic hit. So it, it's a good point that you bring up. We are recovering to February 2020 levels or very close to that. But that doesn't consider that we did see jobs slide for eight, 10, 12 months prior to the pandemic 
coming uh, the onset of the pandemic. So we do hope to see a little bit more robust job growth in the, the latter parts of 2021 this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving forward, what are you going to be looking for in the economy to kind of gauge our recovery and what's happening with employment? Yeah, it's really it's really going to hinge on uh, the, the opening, the reopening, and and getting people back into restaurants and these other consumer facing businesses. And re- I'm really keeping an eye on the whole international travel piece, Haley. You know, tourism is an important part of the BC economy, and it, it remains closed. And it, it really, to 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 get that robust recovery in the job market, we're going to need people back visiting this province and the tourism industry to recover. So I'll be looking for that uh, for certain. Uh, it's difficult to say exactly when when that's going to happen. I, like I said a moment ago, I, I remain optimistic, but these variants do cause some concern for sure. But uh, I'm hopeful in the latter months of this year, we will start to see some reopening and get some people back visiting this province. Mm -hmm. So we could almost see a bit of a bump from domestic demand and domestic activity, but the real bump is going to be when the borders reopen and we get people back. It is, it is. And you know, you bring up a a very good point. There's no doubt that because British Columbians couldn't travel afar for the most part, uh, you know, travel overseas or even really to other provinces too much, uh, that there was more travel within the province, intra-provincial travel, domestic travel, and that did help. But but the hard reality is the number of international tourists is just so much larger. And there's a lot of business travel that came to BC and conventions and whatnot. So uh, even if all British Columbians <laughs> vacationed in BC, it wouldn't fill that hole from the international element. Fair enough. Uh, final question I want to put to you on the topic of unemployment. Where are we sitting on that front relative to, say, the national average? Yeah, we're, our, our unemployment rate's a little bit lower. It's it's leveled off uh, kind of around 7%, a couple percentage points higher than going into the pandemic. But we, we mentioned that uh, the kind of soft labor market environment leading into the pandemic, the employment rate in BC kind of gradually edged up throughout 2019, kind of from near record lows. Um, so we're higher than we were heading into the pandemic, but again, this, this unemployment rate is, is not uh, something I'm overly concerned about. What I'm more concerned about is the kind of long-term unemployment and people getting detached from the, the labor market. Uh, to me, that's a, a more important metric. And it is also difficult to get a good sense of, of what's happening in the labor market by just looking at the unemployment rate because the labor force is jumping around so much, people are in and then people are out and they don't really know if they want to look for a job right now. So it's a little difficult just to look at the unemployment rate and get a sense of uh, of strength. You have to look at many other factors as well. I know um, long-term unemployment, at least nationally, went up month to month. And this was also something that was touched on in the BC budget, just some of the numbers around the number of people who have been unemployed for a long period of time. Why is that an issue more broadly? Are these people who could just jump right back into the workforce once they have an opportunity to do so? Or is it more of kind of a depressed number and it's going to take time to recover? Yeah, it's it, the, the, the reason people, economists worry about this long, long-term unemployment. And actually, I noted in Statistics Canada re- release today, they did they did highlight uh, the, the the growing numbers of long-term unemployed, but it just it just speaks to some of the challenges or potentially around reskilling and retraining. Mm-hmm. Um, people, you know, they they may have worked in a se- sector or industry, a, a restaurant for many many years, and uh, it it may be difficult 
in some instances to transition and and make that shift to another industry or another sector. Uh, so that's the, you know, and once people get out of the labor market and get detached from the labor market for a protracted period of time, it gets more and more difficult to re-enter and get back into it. And there's lots of uh, academic evidence in support of uh, sort of the, the destructive uh, kind of erosion of labor market and related skills, skills related to the labor market, the longer people are out of the job market, uh, particularly a concern for young people. Uh, and the most recent downturn did hit people, younger people disproportionately. So uh, that's, uh, that's something I think we need to keep an eye on going forward. Great. Ken, as always, thank you so much for joining the show with your insight. Much appreciated. Yeah, thank you for having me. That's Ken Peacock, Senior Vice President and Chief Economist at the Business Council of British Columbia. Ken mentioned BCBC's economic dashboard. You can find that on their website as well as at BIB.com. It's linked to on our homepage, a great resource to go to to see some of the latest releases in some context, including the latest employment figures. I'm Haley Wooden, Executive Editor at BIB. Thanks so much for joining us. Our show will be back with a new episode on Monday. <music>